Did you want to do my topic first or your topic first? We can do yours first. Okay. I talk first. Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> yes. You have to say it. Oh, Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's Josh. And Kamala. And this is what we're into. Yay. <laughs> I Okay, I pointed this out in a previous episode, in like our third episode, but like when I announce a topic, you always go, yay. And, we'll, and it's also whenever we start this, because I'll say it's me and then you say it's you. And then I say the name of the show, and you go, yay. <laughs> it's, it's supposed to be, like, the audience. Oh, is it? <laughs> it's supposed to be, like, <sighs> yeah, exactly. We're, like, filming live in well, our living room. Well, live. <laughs> live in our living room. Just live at me. the moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live on tape. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just kind of, like, Is that your yeah. thing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, I, I felt, I, okay, so the other podcasts that I do, mm-hmm. like, the structure of the podcast was invented in, like, the first two or three episodes, like, when the, uh, the intro and the outro to, um, Everything is the Worst, where we would just talk until I announced, uh, announced the name of the show, mm-hmm. like, that was because we didn't know how to start the thing, mm-hmm. uh, and then the outro uh was an ad lib like the entire uh if you listen thanks for listening yeah i like that though that was an ad lib and so was the fact that we like sing a song at the end because when i said allow us to play you out uh june had just started doing a song yeah and then we all just kind of joined in i like that though yeah but that's the that's the thing is that it just we start like, there's no structure when we start, but, like, you have created <laughs> everything that I do with you, you've created the structure of, like, <laughs> for when we do the videos, the, and we're back. Yeah. And the... I'm just good at it. Yeah, the coming up next was your thing, too. Yep. You steal the show. You just, <laughs> you take control over the whole thing. Uh-huh. It's not a bad thing. It's a good no. thing because you're you're, you know, creating a flow. Brand. Yeah, brand a flow to the show. Ooh, fun. To That's say. a fun. To fun. Say. <laughs> That's fun. To say. Flow, flow to, to the, the show. show. <laughs> uh, so if you're listening, this is our new rap podcast where exactly. we we just invent really no. no. <laughs> she yo, immediately yo, yo. started dancing. <laughs> That's hip hop. That's hip hop. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> anyway. Anywho's. <laughs> uh, yes, you kind of create and cultivate the brand. And before I know it, it's the Camilla Show featuring <laughs> Josh. That's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. But it's what we're into. Yeah, well, okay. So, I mean, it's together. Well, so. what we're into, it's mostly what <laughs> you become obsessed with. And I just kind of like... Run alongside me, like, what are we doing now? What's, what's that's happening? Not, uh, nothing, that's not true. Anime? Okay, yes. Uh, I like anime too. Yu Gi Oh! Oh, not Yu Gi Oh! Uh, okay. 
My Hero Academia. Is that one okay? That's good. Okay. Look, yeah. Hero Academia. I'm, I'm down for that. Let's go. I'm currently doing like a running motion. Like she, I'm like, she's yelling stuff outside a train and I'm running to alongside the train just trying to figure out what good. we're doing He's this week. He's pumping his fists. Yeah. But no, that's no, not true. That's, that's not true, not true at all. At all. I, we, we share interests. And to prove that, Camilla's going to talk about the thing that she likes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, <laughs> first topic. Railroading you here. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, our first topic is going to be one of my favorite shows. It's called RuPaul's Drag Race. And I'm sure everyone is familiar with it. And yes, we are aware of some of the controversy stuff right now, but we're going to, right now, assume that everything's resolved in a tasteful, respectful manner, and right now just talk about why we enjoy this thing, because we got into it before there was all the controversies, and it's still fun to watch, and we'll just leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so RuPaul, sorry, didn't mean to no, interrupt. no worries. Okay. So, if you don't know what RuPaul's Drag Race is, it is a reality television show for guys that like to dress up in drag clothing, which are normally performers who do like comedy or lip syncing or anything like that. And it's normally ha- it starts out with about fourteen talented drag ra- uh, drag queens, and they compete for the title of America's Next Drag Superstar. Uh, a cash prize of a hundred thousand dollars. Thousand. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh-huh. I, I'm starting to consider maybe I should learn to do makeup because <laughs> it's amazing. Like I am so jealous of the creativity that some of these guys have. Like they, it, but that's the cool thing about it. Like that, I was thinking about it on the way home because this is I knew this is the topic I wanted to talk about, and uh, there's not just one form of. Uh, drag there's several different kinds of forms of drag and like I'm learning the different types by watching the show and by also listening to RuPaul's uh, podcast as well that it's not just one type it it, it never really started at kind of like one type it kind of create each person has created their own I mean there's like like the drag queens that do glamour glamour drag which is like the ones like more like a pageant queens, right? Like their makeup is very much so specifically more... you're doing like a beauty show. Yeah, so it's more yeah, instead show. of it being like costume makeup, it's more like more the makeup is worn more like what a woman's how she would do hers. You know, the lipstick is very nice, everything flows, very much contouring. You know, even though the eyebrows are blocked, um, it's still very nice. It's very beautiful. Not to say the other queens don't look beautiful, because oh my gosh, they are gorgeous. But it's just a different kind. Like each person has their own style. Like one of my favorite drag queens is Kimchi, and she was on season. Uh, Kimchi was on season eight. Yes, season eight. And you look at me like I, 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 I would know this. <laughs> you watched it with I, me. I watched it with you, but I didn't like. <laughs> I wasn't deep into the like the legacy and no. the lore of it. I've seen. Look, I've seen season eight about four times. Look, and season nine has finally come out on if Netflix. If you're gonna watch it, you have to read all the books. And <laughs> there's a lot of backstory that you have to dig into. No, and I mean, it was like Doctor Who, where it had a reboot, <laughs> and you didn't technically have to watch. You're the original boob. series, but it, it definitely, like, it makes Don't reference to, to him. it. Don't listen to him. Uh, he has no idea what he's talking about. Shush your mouth. Okay. Back. <laughs> okay. 
but like there's different kinds of drag so that's that's the that's the beauty of it like there's not one type there's several different types and each person gets to show off that their their uniqueness and i think that's the cool part about each of these uh people they come each of these guys come on to the show and sometimes they're not sure who they are like sure they're you know like what the perf- what the, they do well like sure like one uh, one person that grew a lot was um uh david ba- uh can't remember what his name was now uh but he's a, a britney spears impersonator hmm. and oh my gosh totally could pull off britney spears almost thought it was britney spears <laughs> but the only problem is is that he had a really hard time with his drag to create something other than Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. And that was what Rue and Michelle and all the other judges were kind of trying to tell him. It's like, you do such a great job. Like, there's no doubt about it. You you can pull it off. But who are you? Like, as a, as a drag queen, who are you? Like, can you show us someone other than Britney Spears? And that was something that really was tough for, that, for him to, like, get through. But at the end of it, learned so much uh learned to just be themselves more than just yeah. a britney spears impersonator and i think that's what's beautiful and i think some of my favorite moments are in the workroom when when the queens are getting ready for the for the show and they're preparing themselves there's so much vulnerability in that moment where they talk about themselves either about moments of like you know being bullied as a small kid or having a really hard life or coming out as gay or you know not just coming up as gay but someone that you know does drag like there's so many sad stories in that moment but there's so much love in that room as well which is beautiful because you get to see how much they've grown you know and with doing drag and everything it's helped them blossom like some of them are very shy like kimchi like i said is one of my favorites and you know kimchi started out very shy and kind of backwards but when he got into drag it was just like amazing and you know shows everybody the beautifulness that is inside and how creative kimchi can be right so I think that's one of the reasons why i really love the show but also the fact that there's it's just such a great it's, a, it's such a great thing to watch because you get to see so much creativity. And there's, some of them are super funny. Mm-hmm. But I I mean, like, RuPaul's Drag Race is, is amazing. I mean, yeah. there's there's so much good in it that comes from it. It's, it's showing awareness. It's showing that, you know, people just want to be themselves, mm-hmm. you know. But it also kind of it helps, uh, you know, young people in that industry also learn that it is a little tough. But if you get in with the right people, you can become something amazing. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what's cool. And, like, I've only seen season eight fully. Like I said, I've seen it about four or five times. Season nine's finally out on Netflix, so I've seen it only once. But I'll probably watch it a dozen more times. And yeah. then I have actually bought, I believe, season two on iTunes. Well, I know you bought season one. Or, no, you no, watched it because it was, like, a free download or something. For something one. like yeah. that. But, I mean, like... It's really difficult to see some of the old stuff, which just makes me sad because in season eight there was Unless a moment. Pay forty dollars. <laughs> oh, it's for yeah. Well, you either have to have cable or you have to live in the United States and have you use an app, which yeah. is Logo TV or VH1 to watch it, which is really yeah. sad because I don't live in the U.S. and I don't get that and, app. And there's and no sucks. like bays full of pirates or anything yeah, like and, that that we well, could Well, I mean, go to. YouTube. 
YouTube, that's what I was getting my fix from, is yeah. that people were ripping it off and putting it on YouTube, and I could watch bits and pieces of what people have ripped. <laughs> and it wasn't full episodes you either, because I, like, I missed, like, most of season five. I never got to see the end of season six. So, I mean, like, I have only seen bits and pieces, but it's because the only reason I wanted to see all the old seasons is because the queens in season eight, you get to see the past winners, and not Camilla's birthday is coming up in like two weeks so I'm gonna buy her a bunch of like DVDs or something don't tell her she doesn't know I'm gonna do that but yeah it's a really great show and I really love it and even though it's not something Josh and I both are into but every once in a while if I'm watching it He'll be downstairs. Yeah. And he'll come visit me on one of his breaks. And I just feel like they jumped the shark at, like, season two, season three, when they started, like, going back in time, and then they went forward <laughs> in time. And then they were going, like, sideways through time. And then John moved the island, right? He had that, he found that lever under the... Pl- I, I don't even know what the fuck was happening. And then uh, the angel guy mm-hmm. went and he was looking for John as a kid mm-hmm. and he found John mm-hmm. as a kid but John didn't give him the rules on how to find Are him. Are you feeling left out? Is that why you're making shit up? No, that's the plot of Lost. Oh. <laughs> um, you're such a goof. Uh, yeah, my thing is going to be Lost this week. No. Um, I've never seen that one either. You never saw Lost? No, I never watched it. It's a great for season one and then season two up to like the sixth episode and then it gets then you're like what the fuck are you talking about (laughs) so what you did see of the drag queen yeah no so I don't I'm not gonna say that I dislike it because I think it's very fun Mm -hmm. I really I do like to see the pageantry and stuff it's the same reason like why I like cosplayers too it's like because you get to see something where people design this image and they create you know a fancy dress or a fancy costume or a fancy outfit or something that they built out of scratch yeah and that's mostly what it is yeah and i do like we watched a couple episodes that when you were first showing it Mm -hmm. and stuff where a bunch of the queens were designing outfits and they were using, like, hot glue guns and stuff instead of sewing because a bunch of them didn't know how to yeah, sew. Yeah, some of them can't sew. And that, to me, is insane because that, like, that's the conceit of, like, half of the show. And this isn't, the show isn't just airing. It's had nine seasons. It's been on since 2009, yeah, I like, think is what it said. I, I understand where, like... If you're a performer, right, if you're a lip syncer or if you're a dancer or if you're a comedian, a comedy act or something like that, and, like, it's those things that you're doing and then the drag was just an element of it, yeah, you may not be sewing your own costumes or anything like that, but the show's been on for nine seasons. You know that that's a part of what you're going to be doing. Don't, I mean, you could be an amazing act... But if you don't know how to do half of the things on the show... And I think that's what has always kind of surprised me when I've watched some of the older seasons is that the queens that started out in the older seasons 
the majority of them could pretty much do a lot of the sewing and could be very creative. I mean, but they, they were, could have been lacking in other things. Maybe they weren't just as funny. But then the the queens of the newer seasons... They're performers. You, yeah, they're more... They're more all about the look more so than the actually element of the you know because it's one of those things where like there was one queen who literally said i don't sew i i'm just here to look pretty like i buy my clothes i'm here to look pretty and that's fine because you're allowed to bring all your outfits with you i mean they have you get to pick your own little workspace and you get to put all your wigs and all your makeup and all your costume you know all the dresses and stuff that you've brought with you and you can use those pieces as well as the stuff in the workroom itself to create new pieces because there are times where they go and say um, on season nine, uh, one of the things was, which I thought was great, um, it was about pride. So there was, the, so one of the things was taking an element and creating something with those elements. And it was the village people. Yeah. And um, each uh, queen got to pick out uh, which uh, village person that they wanted to represent. And they had to make a drag out of that. And that's something they did and some of it was really smart like it was amazing the element that you know taking it and reconstructing it and putting it together and others kind of lazy well lazy i guess in a way but all at the same time not very creative i i mean when you think about it if you're not a creative person it's a little difficult to take fabric and stuff and try to put something together it might look good in your head but being someone that isn't crafty it's a little tougher. It's like me. I would love to be able to do elaborate cosplays, but when a sewing machine's in front of me and I've got the fabric, I don't know where to even start. I yeah. know it's not going to look great. No, I, I'm, and I don't mean to conflate oh, no, no, the no, two, no. obviously. No, no. But, I mean, that is that is what it is. I mean... That's just an element of it. It really is. I mean, okay. an, another element of it is being able to lip sync. Okay, but like, it's, a, it's an element that is integral to the show I mean it's uh, because that's the same thing with if you don't know how to sew and you're going on a sewing competition because that's that becomes a major element of it right like think of it a lot of the challenges evolve around sewing yeah yeah. so think of it inversely think of it like the person could do all of the other bits but didn't know how to do their makeup they went on to the like the stage and it's every night as part of the preparation they design all their costumes and all their outfits and everything they design all that and they put all that stuff together but they have like a makeup person do their face like you've now like you may be an incredible performer and you might put together incredible outfits and everything but like what if you you don't know how to do your makeup and then you're missing a huge huge element of the entire thing. And it it's not a surprise. They didn't trick you into into performing. The show's been on for nine seasons. Yeah. Like, you can't... And that's the thing, though, is because you'll notice, like I said, that some of the... Some of the very young queens, they are really... They're just interested in dressing up and looking pretty. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. But there's also some that are not very good at lip syncing because they're not very good at you know, memorizing the words, and some of them can't walk. Like, poor Kim Chi couldn't walk in heels. Yeah. And that was something that really put pressure on poor Kim Chi because 
she couldn't she couldn't do it she, she couldn't, couldn't get like she had such a hard time like she practiced and she learned and she got better ever and like some of them can't dance i mean like like me it, it's just one of those things where i think like anything else i don't like i said i don't know enough about the his, history of drag itself yeah but from what i can see on the show and what i can pick up is it's kind of like just being an actor it, you yeah. have to be able, it's like the the triple threat, you know, being able to sing, dance, and act was something really important way, way back then, where nowadays it's like, if you can act or sing or if you can dance, one of those three things is perfect. That's all we need. We just need you to do one of those things. And, and if you'll you're learn shitty the other two. Yeah, if you're a right. shitty actor, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll give you some easy roles. You just need to do your dancing. Or if you don't know how to sing, we'll just dub over someone's voice. We don't care, right? I think in the world of drag, be in the world of drag, I think it's important, from what I can tell, that you have all those elements. Every contestant should have, and I think they show it in all the challenges. And I think yeah. that's what's important is there's always a challenge, and then there's the theme of the night, which is usually what they have to dress up in. But yeah, I think that's just part of the show is seeing these, seeing these people grow. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah, I've been doing this for, you know, eight years or I've only been doing this for three months. And it's like, well, we can definitely tell you've only been doing this for three months. But this show, there is Rue and Michelle, uh, they saw something in them and that's why they picked them to be on this show. Yeah. Like when they when these men sent in their videos and were like, I would love to be on the show. I can show you what I got. I would love to be the next superstar. They sat down and they're like, yeah, totally. I can see the potential in this person. I want that person to show me that on the show. And I think that's the biggest thing is they don't want to disappoint the person that invited them on the show. So they yeah. do, they, they work so hard, but sometimes it's just not good enough to get to the next stage, stage. right? I mean, it's, it's, it is essentially a competition, right? It's, it is. It, it is the... And they start out as BFFs at the beginning, and then they turn into absolute enemies closer to the end. But then most of them are all friends, and they create such a community to the point where, you know, on YouTube, there's a WOW, which is the World of Wonder uh, productions. It, they have little mini shows. Mm -hmm. They're like 15 minutes long. Uh, Trixie Mattel and Katya. They have a little mini show together. And that mini show that has been on for a few years ended up turning into an actual hour-long show. Yeah. So, I mean, like... It's such a huge career step for them, too, because they get seen on the show, but there's so many elements in it. And I recommend it if you enjoy that kind of fashion, you know, sense, that kind of reality show, which is, like, mostly fashion, right? Yeah. So I'm going to do what I did last time, that it was, there was a Kamala-centered topic. What did I do? What did you do? Well... The last time was when it was something that was like exclusively your thing was probably oh. the enamel pins. Oh yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna, oh, you're gonna surprise ask you again. I'm gonna ask I'm, I'm gonna ask you <laughs> about sweaty, like but... yeah. <laughs> Immediately she just like I'm just scooting at the edge of my seat. <laughs> she looks like she's about to take the SATs. It's <laughs> she's like so stressed. <laughs> Just ask like me, the, the energy, <laughs> the energy just that immediately surrounded her, like just this tense, nervous. I take my blanket off. <laughs> flop sweat. Uh, no, it's not. It's not anything like that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Be, oh, you like the show? Name three of RuPaul's albums. 
No, no can't I, do no, it. <laughs> um, I'm not going to do that because, first of all, I don't know them or care. And I but, want them. Yes. And, like, I don't need you to prove, like, your knowledge of My it. My fandom. That's, that's not what we're here for because, of course, you know. Yeah. We built this... City, city on, on rock, and rock and roll, roll. And but more call. importantly we we built this podcast on the conceit that you're allowed to like what you like and you're allowed to like it the amount that you like it and you don't have to memorize trivia in order to have your you know fandom be valid or, or counted or anything exactly. like that right and so it's not a question about it, i'm not having you explain rupaul's like rating system for the queens or anything to me but i i do want to ask you just a couple of things about what you like about it and so like the main obvious question is like what why did you pick it up in the first place like what did you see that you were like i should watch this uh well one i love garbage television which, which was reality tv and all that stuff she really does I any do. reality tv <laughs> I like and if it. it comes from new zealand it's even or better Brit- britain or or anywhere yeah. anywhere other than the u.s any place with a goofy <laughs> accent <laughs> exactly good times uh i think the reason i picked it up is because i've seen i guess i've seen bits and pieces of rupaul's drag race throughout the internet yeah. as well as like tv and stuff and i've heard it here and there and I think the reason I really, really wanted to see it is because, again, I'm really interested in seeing people be beautiful. I, yeah. I mean, like, I am, I have, like, I've always said, I have no talent. Oh. No, no, wait, wait, wait. I have no talent of my own that I can, that I'm aware of. Like, I, <laughs> I still haven't found it. Like, I love, I'm a dabbler. I like to, to try everything and see what I'm good at, right? Like, painting or arts and crafts or music and all this other stuff. I like to try things because I don't know what I'm good at until I try. And my thing is, is I like to support people that do have an actual talent that they, you know, they've, you know, practiced, they've, they've fought for it. They've done a really good job and they continue to make a career or just a life out of it. And I love that. And to me, watching RuPaul's Drag Race is watching people do exactly that they're talented they you know they wear beautiful clothing they can put an outfit together you know their makeup is incredible some of them are like i said super funny i just like watching that entertainment aspect of it as well as just supporting talented people and i love that and and it's just sometimes i look at them and go maybe someday i could learn how to do that uh do you want to move on yeah of course What's your topic? Well, I'm going to surprise you again because I, ch- I changed it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so surprises. We couldn't really decide on something, and I wanted something that we can talk together about because I was going to talk about a band that I've been listening to more frequently, but I think I'll save that for, like, another one so that we can talk together about a okay. topic rather than you just talk about something and, and I talk about something and then we say goodbye because... I mean, it's fun, but it's kind of not the show, you know? Yeah, I like, we, we usually pick something that we both know and that we can both talk about <laughs> and that I can ramble on about, and then you're just like, but what about this thing that I'm going to say for the next 10 minutes? Gotcha. So, I'd prefer if we talk about that. And I was thinking about it, and there was just an announcement recently that the new 
Super Smash Brothers is going to be coming out. No way! Yes. Sweet. So there's been an announcement that Super Smash Brothers is coming along. I've heard some rumors. Um, my source is I, I find pretty trustworthy, so I'm gonna take their word for it. But uh, they mentioned are going to have a Super Smash Brothers tournament at E3. Oh, cool! And so. While they usually announce Super Smash Brothers like a year or two beforehand, so that they can build a roster and get like a lot of uh, excitement just going, throw it out at people and just be like fight. <laughs> it, it's it really sounds that way, which is a lot different than how uh, Nintendo's been planning a lot of their stuff lately. Which is it has just been like we're gonna announce something and there will be more details like once we know what we're doing with it. And so then, you're gonna talk about Super Smash Brothers? I think so, yeah. yeah. Because Super Smash Brothers was a game that's been with me since it came out. That was and on GameCube, right? No, I was N64. Oh, okay. I played and it on GameCube. Smash Brothers was the second or third game we got for our N64. Nice. Because we've been like behind the curve. Growing up, we didn't have a ton of money. I think we mentioned this on a couple past episodes, especially when talking about video games, where, like, we got our video games and our consoles and stuff either super late into its life cycle, and then we were we only had it for, like, a year while it was still on shelves, and then the next thing came out, and we could just kind of, like, pick up a bunch of stuff cheap for this old one and sit with it until the next thing is en- ending its life cycle, and then we... St- Scoop that up. But we got the N64 late into its its life. And we, I think we got Mario Party 4 or 5? 4, I think. Uh, that was our first game because we had to pick something that all of the family could play together. We It had a lot of arguments about the that fucking game. <laughs> um, and then Super Smash Brothers was the next one because it was the other thing that, you know, all four people could play. Yeah. And... It was also what inspired me to pick up other games. Like, I I didn't know about or have interest in uh, Metroid until I saw how awesome Samus was. And then I jumped on the uh, dial-up internet to find out about Metroid. (laughs) I remember those days. (laughs) Um, And then the same thing with uh, Legend of Zelda. Legend of Zelda I had some experience with. Uh, Zelda 1 and 2, I believe, I played a couple times in the past, but we never ended up picking it up. It was one of those games that we played, you know, at a friend's house a couple times. And then that inspired us to pick up Ocarina of Time, and thus began began a massive love affair with the the series. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it was definitely one of those things that you play, and you play, and you play, and then you find your character mm-hmm. and you're like if anybody else picks my fucking character i swear to god i'm not playing with you anymore yep. so my older sister would always play pikachu yeah uh, i would either play link or samus because i got way too good with them and it wasn't fun for the people to play with me anymore so <laughs> started with link and then I got too good with them, and it's like, it's not fun, because you're too good at that. So I moved to Samus, and then I got really good at Samus. My little ses- sister would always play as Kirby. And my this was before my youngest sister was old enough to really 
player enjoy video games. Now she plays games way more often than I ever do. Yeah. What was the first... So oh, I've been with the series since, like, since the inception, obviously, and yeah. we've picked up every iter- iteration since. What was your first Smash Brothers game? Uh, I know you've played it. I have played it. I've never owned it. Uh, I was... Well, now we do, yeah. We have Brawl. Yeah, well, now we do. But, I, like, when I was growing up, we didn't own that. I think it. I think the first time I played it was for GameCube. Yep. Uh, the best one. Yes. Melee. I don't remember. I think it might have been one of my best friend, Lou. I think she's the one that introduced it to me. Yeah. So, Lulu, she introduced it to me, and uh, I think... I think I had pl- I started playing a bunch of other the character a few characters here and there the ones that I recognize like Pikachu, um, and some of the other ones and then I found Kirby and fell in love with Kirby, and then that's just been my character this whole time because I've I've even though I don't play it very often, once I get back into it I figure out how to use yeah. Kirby's you know moves and stuff and how you know you can pull players in and then you can take their power and then trying to remember how to use their power it's it's fun i enjoy kirby and plus you can change the kirby's yeah and i think i think most memorable moment was actually hanging out with my best friend lou and we i was over at her house but we were just having a party and she was able to like connect a whole bunch of players yeah more than like four it was a whole bunch of yeah. us and we're like let's just do all kirby's so there was just kirby's all over the screen <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was just really hard for me because I'm like, I get like all of a sudden really anxious because I'm like, which color was I? <laughs> Smash Brothers is one of those weird games where you put it down, you put it aside, you put it on your shelf mm-hmm. for a while, a couple months or mm-hmm. something like that. And then something reminds you of it and you pick it up and then that becomes the thing that you play every night. <laughs> We played it for a few days when we bought yeah, it yeah. for the Wii. Well, that's the thing. It's like because it's it's like Pokemon for us, you know. It's, yeah. We'll set it aside for a long ass time, or Months. like uh, your Animal Crossing. Yep. Or any sort of game like that. You play it for a while. You get really far into it, and then you put it down. You put it aside. Uh, and then something reminds you of it, and you pick it up, and you see where you are, and you're like, "Oh shit! I was really far in this. Yeah. I should I should keep going." And then you play it for huge stretches of time. Yeah, because you get back into it again. Yeah, and then something, you know, takes over your attention again, and and you do that instead. But I think that's what makes the beauty of those games, right? Because you can just pick it right back up. Yeah, that's the beauty of those games is you didn't really lose any progress, and you didn't really lose any time, because you can literally just And also, you do not lose those skills. No. Well, for me, I have a really hard time remembering. Smash Bros. is like a riding loser. a bike. No, you're not. It is the bike ridingest. No, because it takes me forever to remember what Kirby is. Okay. I can't sometimes, like the first time, I'm like, I know I can turn into a giant rock or a boulder. And I'm like, how do I do that again? Don't and it takes be. me, it ta- I know, but it takes <laughs> me like six fights before I actually remember how to do it. And then like, for me, I'm a button masher with fighting games. I don't. I don't sit there and logically think, okay, if I do this, this, and this, that'll make me do this. I don't do that shit. I just know how to how to suck people in, how to swipe my big old hammer, because if I hit them just right, they'll fly off the screen. And possibly every once in a while, if I remember, I'll turn into a rock. Yeah. But other than that, I don't do very well in fighting games. I just keep mashing those buttons until I hit somebody. Yeah. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. Do you know the story behind Smash Brothers? Mm-mm. 
Do you know the story, uh, like the game story? No. So the game story. Story time with Josh. It's not story yes, time with Josh. You said that the last time. This, it was. <laughs> this. Okay. So the actual story of the game, uh-huh. like the story that you're playing through, is a person sitting at their desk playing with their action figures. Oh, really? Yes. That's why the final boss is Master Hand, because you're oh. the hand that's, like, swatting around the toys and making them, smashing them together and stuff. Oh, okay. Is that what, that's kind of how the Amiibos kind of got started? I argue yes, because the in the original game, it's a Nintendo character standing on a little circular yeah, disc. they're like trophies, right? Yeah, they look like trophies, and that is 100% what the Amiibos are. Don't at me. They 100% are the Amiibos. That's what I always thought. And so you're sitting at your desk, and that's, like, the concept. And it's... the Each other game that comes out is... Just kind of hammers that home more. And it wasn't until the last Smash Brothers was announced, because we've seen a bunch of trailer images, and we all thought that it was going to take forever for it to come out. We know that the Squid Kid is going to be in it mm-hmm. from... Yeah, which is great. But the logo of Smash Brothers is a circle with two lines intersecting that are slightly offside. And it was pointed out online that that is what the sun would look like as it was setting in front of the four-pane window that's in front of the desk. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. So it's, it is 100%... Some kid sitting in his bedroom, smashing his action figures together. That's That is what the game is. I like that. That's yeah. a great story. Very cool. Mm-hmm. That's, facts. That, well, that's, that's a just... A rock fact. It's a rock fact. <laughs> so, I'm going to ask you two questions about this. Oh. Yeah. So, we know that the squid kid, the, the inkling, is going to be in it from mm-hmm. Splatoon, which is great because I love Splatoon. In the previous game, I was really happy to see Little Mac from Punch-Out! Because he was one of my favorites as well. I played a lot of Super's Punch-Out! on my <laughs> Super Nintendo when I was growing up. Nice. It's a very formulative game for me. And they haven't really announced anybody else. We just know that that, that the Inkling's going to be in there. Because that was like the trailer image. So what character would you like to see in the next one? And... There's a couple caveats, obviously. It has to be a Nintendo property. However, we've seen Cloud from Final Fantasy in it uh, because there was a Nintendo-sponsored port, and we had got Snake from Metal Gear Solid in, in one because Twin Snakes was on GameCube. So, who do you want to see in it? I don't know, because I don't know enough about the characters. Just think about think about when you played Super Nintendo, or Nintendo even. Because it could literally be anything, considering that the dog from Duck Hunt got in there. I honestly can't really you can't tell think you. Of I any? can't, I can't, I don't, like I said, when I started playing Smash Bros, I barely knew who most of those characters were. Okay, but Mega Man's in there. Pac-Man's in there. I don't know Mega Just Man think, think of any video game character that you would like to see in Smash Brothers. Like, if you were to throw up the screen and tell me who these, you know, who these characters were, I could point out maybe some of them. Like yeah. I said, I didn't, I don't know enough of them. <laughs> okay. I didn't even know the Ice Claimers until I watched it. I didn't even know who the Pan, 
The dude with the flipping the pan, the little... The, Mr. Game & Watch? I don't know if that's him or not. I don't know. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. all I ever knew okay. was Mario and Luigi. You're... <laughs> She's having another panic attack because <laughs> I cornered her with a question. I just don't know. I have no idea what... What? I mean, okay. What? How about you ask, answer that question? What would you like to see? Let's ask you instead. This is your topic. Glass Joe. Who's Glass Joe? See? <laughs> he's one I just the, told you people. <laughs> he's one of the enemies, like one of the other combatants in Punch-Out and Super Punch-Out and stuff. Okay. He's like the first guy uh, that you fight, so he's like super weak and stuff. I just like the idea of being able to have a character that you could two-shot. Like, <laughs> like you have to hit him twice and he goes flying across the screen. So is this like characters you could play or just characters like you could have like... To unlock later Yeah, on, I, I, I think I think playable characters would be a good thing. But, like, that's kind of a... How about some more Animal Crossing guys? Yeah. I could and totally dig with Punchy. <laughs> yeah. Punchy the cat comes Or, like, a, Mr., like a, a Nook. A, a <gasps> Nook or a K.K. Slider or yeah, something Yeah, like K.K. Slider would be great because, like, his special move could just be to him be sitting his... on the thing and then, like, his guitar just ping and then his, light, like, laser bolt comes out or something. Uh, or if he goes... <laughs> Ping with his guitar and like music notes float up and they do like super high damage to, to oh, anything that's okay. it hits. They explode. Yeah, something like yes, that. That'd be cool. Okay. Yeah, I mean that we're kind of cheating though because we're choosing characters that have already like just characters from the games that are already represented and like yeah, I guess people complain about there being too many Fire Emblem characters because there were like four in the last one. Well, when you really think about it, what I mean, like. What character hasn't already been put in there? Like, yeah. like I said, I don't know. Okay. My extent of video games was Super Mario Brother, Mario Paint, <laughs> Duck Hunt, and then later on, uh, what would you call it? Any, uh, Pikmin, and what was the other one? Animal Crossing, and now you know, like, yeah. I don't. My extent, I like some like racing games, but that's it. I would like to see. Some representation for Advance Wars. The hot one. The hot one was the hot one. The, well, that's, <laughs> Who's that's the hot one. That's the joke. It's because they're all hot. Well, they're anime characters, so oh, they're they're all they're gonna all hot. be hot. Yeah. Uh, Why don't I even ask? Because we're weeps. <laughs> uh, no, it's the the girl with the the tank top, and she's got a big wrench, and she's got like a red heroine, like a bob. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's she's cool. the hot one. She was in Advance Wars That's dual screen, I think. She's got a big old wrench, huh? Big old wrench. And you know how I like... I, I, I like my women to have a big, big old wrench. wrench. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, how about this instead? What costume, alternate costume, would you like to see somebody have? Because you know we're going to get... Because we had Samus and then we had Zero Suit Samus. You know we're going to get Link in the Breath of the Wild, the blue shirt. That's cool. Link, right? It's so obviously... We're not going to get the Belly Dancer one? I would love that. Yes, Nintendo. Belly Dancer Link. Kind of like the same thing. Like, um, Zelda turns into... Sheik. Sheik? Yeah. Let's do Link. Link as a Gerudo Link. To the other one, yeah. Gerudo Link. I was going to say Mario, Peach, and Bowser all need to have their wedding outfits. Oh, that would be cute. Yes. because I would. super cute. I would love to go into a fight. that one could be in there. Cappy? Yeah, Cappy could be in there. Yeah. I think I think we'd have to. He could to. be like a companion for Mario. Yeah. He could be like you could have Mario, but you'd have to unlock Cappy, 
And yeah. then you could add him as, like, a character you could play so he could, like, throw the hat. It does some damage. And honestly, Nintendo, you can put literally a million characters in there. The, the Switch has enough memory now. You don't have to limit your roster to 50 dudes. You no, can have totally. You can every have every character. character, yeah. And you know you people imagine? are going to buy more more SIM cards or whatever. Not SIM cards, memory cards, <laughs> so that we can fit all the entire roster. Come on. That'd be pretty fun. Jesse and James from Team Rock. Well, that'd be cool. Yeah. We already, s- have, we already have Pokemon Trainer. Why not Jesse and James? That actually be a really cool, cool duo. Yeah. Because yeah. they have some great clothes. Well... I would like to see balloon the balloon fight boy because Satora Satora Iwata wanted him in there. So and that's something that wasn't in there before. No, and Iwata passed away a couple years ago, oh. so it would be a nice little send up to have that the balloon nice. fight boy in there. Anyways, yes, we're gonna wrap this thing up. We're gonna wrap this thing up. Sorry about all the jumping around we did in this episode. We didn't plan very well, and we're recording this a day late, so we're bad bad at our job. But you could could hold us accountable by paying us with your Patreon money. Yeah, that's true. We're at patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-U-D, and this is free entertainment, so if you complain about free entertainment, you're an asshole. But if you're paying us on Patreon and complain about our production quality, you are absolutely right. Yeah. So don't be an asshole. Give us a dollar. Exactly. All we want is a dollar. <laughs> that's going to be our sign. That's going to be our sign up now. Don't be an asshole. Give us a dollar. There you go. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe not. Uh, so if you wanted to find us on social media, you can find Kamala on Twitter. She's at Nova Berries. And you can find Kamala on Instagram at Nova Berry Blue. And you can find How about Kamala, you? Oh, well. Find you. <laughs> find me. Uh, so Patreon uh, at patreon.com slash T-E-H-S-E-U-D. Okay, my Twitter is also at Tescud. That's T-E-H-S-E-U-D. You can find everything that we do at scudsworth.com. You can also find that on Facebook. Uh, Facebook, if you just search for scudsworth.com and you can also find that on instagram too yep and you can also find some other stuff just come to scudsworth.com everything's right there there's it links it from link yeah there's links along the top everything that we post is on there we just put out a new video if you find me on instagram you can find scudsworth on instagram because i'm the social media coordinator yeah except for Except, Except for, for Facebook. He yeah. finally got on Facebook uh, and is helping me now, so that is one less thing I have to worry about and posting on. And my Twitter, because she doesn't want to... I don't she know anything about his Twitter. Do, I don't even that do Twitter. Nightmare. Twitter. <laughs> I just have everything I'm posting automatically. Um, <laughs> so, that's... it. We'll see you uh, next time. Next time I won't surprise Kamala with so many things. Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Yes. Anyways... I love you. Hey, you said it first. I said it to you. No. Well, <laughs> well thanks. I love you too. <laughs> thanks for listening. Kamala doesn't love you like I, I love you. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm still I love really you. shy. I love you. And Kamala likes you. I like like you. She <laughs> Kamala likes likes you, but I do love you. Okay. I do love you. <laughs> <laughs>